welcome to Mind Body Stuff. I'm Kaylee. I'm Bernice. And if you hear some heavy grunting in the background, that's Frankie. It's me, breastfeeding. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> okay. No, it's Frankie. Already, already off to an inappropriate start. <laughs> I feel like they're getting worse and worse. Please feel free to sponsor our podcast at any time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, please. Anyway. Anyways. Um, we are in the holidays officially. I think this podcast comes out, what, like a uh, couple days before Christmas? The day before Christmas? Is that right? Something like that. Oh, I that's right. So. Yeah, it's the 24th. Is the um, Because Christmas is on Tuesday. It's on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. I've got my girl in the club and she Tuesday. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's our baby. <laughs> That's not my baby. baby. It's her baby, not our baby. I appreciate saying our because then it feels less stressful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does take a village. It does. Have, we'll take turns we, rocking We it. took her, I took her into the office, what, twice this week now? Twice this week, yeah. Yeah. She did really good. She did okay. I mean, and it we did, also did took take her. A village. We also went shopping with her. We took her to Costco yesterday to shop for our uh, holiday Ula Christmas party. And I had to breastfeed while shopping in Costco. Which was fine because you had a nice big shirt on. Yes. And you could sort of breastfeed and walk at the same time. But I realized the back of my shirt looked really funny because it was all pulled up. Oh, but nobody even knows. I mean, people just know. They see oh. the baby. It's so tiny. Yeah. So, you know. Anyway. You do what you can. We're like, should we go back out to the car? That's like, what no. I said. Yeah, you're like, should we go to the car? I'm like, no. <laughs> should we, we hide away? We can handle this. I'm like, we can't do it. I just turned into a dark corner to get the boob out. But then once she latched on, then we could walk. It was totally fine. It was yeah. fun. People Whatever. can't even really tell. Um, so anyway, we are going to talk about the holidays today. We're going to talk about the holidays. Yeah. Because the holidays mean a lot to a, a lot of people. Yes. In different ways. Oh, for sure. And for some of us, the holidays are a great, great, great time. The most wonderful time of the year. The most wonderful time of the year. It's a wonderful life during the holidays. Right. And for others of us, the holidays are a really difficult time. Yeah, for sure. And I thought that would be just a great topic to yeah, explore I, today. I agree. How are you feeling about the holidays? I was having trouble with the holidays at at Costco the other day. You were. Yeah. You were sad about the holidays. Are and you better I, today? I feel a little better today. It's almost like, do you guys ever feel this way when everyone's like, and you will be happy during the holidays? Oh. And I get all like, why do I have to be happy? Oh, you're a rebel though. You don't like it when people tell you how to feel. Yeah, it makes me really like um, upset that I'm supposed to be happy. And then I feel like I should do the opposite, that I shouldn't be happy. Right. So then you want to rebel against that. Right. I want to rebel against not, you know, why, why should I be happy? But you also have reason. Yeah, what are my reasons again? Well, just that all your kids won't be home. And I think as your kids age, I think that is actually a really sad reality because for so long, of course they're with you. They're your children. Right. But then as they have partners and, you know. And they grow up. And they grow up. You can't guarantee they're going to come home at the holidays. And I think that's really hard for you right now. Oh, yeah. It's super hard. And, you know, as I we talked about earlier in these podcasts, I grew up alone. Right. And so I had this goal of never wanting to be alone. I think that was sort of a subconscious goal. Right. In my mind. And now that the kids are getting bigger. And so, of course, you have a lot of kids. Um, right. But even if you have, you know, 20 kids. That's a lot of kids. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not have 20 kids. Even if I had 20 kids. Okay. There would probably be some times where... 
not all 20 kids are going to be at, at your house exactly. because they are going to grow up and have their own homes. Right. And also, guys, gals, they grow up and they meet uh, partners. Right. And they have to go to the partners' homes. Totally. Because those moms and dads want them there too. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, and especially you have a lot of boys. I have a lot of boys, yeah. And the boys sometimes default to the girls' family. As they should. No. Well, I feel lucky. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh. I get all the births. You get all three girls. You're I get lucky. all the births. I get, well, hopefully, hopefully at least half the holidays. But the way my family does it, like me and my sister and our sets of in-laws, we all have it exactly the same. So if it's like, uh, so let's say one year, we know that my family gets Thanksgiving and then the in-laws get Christmas. So always, every single year, my family is together for either Christmas or Thanksgiving, and then all of the in-laws are either together for Thanksgiving or Christmas. So it, it might be something you want to coordinate with the in-laws. Oh, yeah. That's a lot so of that, in-laws. So that you don't have, like, years where it's only half your family. So it's, like, all your family or none your none of your family. But then it, when it's a year that it's none of your family, then you go to one of those kids' houses. With the in-laws? Yeah, you can. Oh, yeah. I'm all with Or you go on a trip with Mike or you go yeah, you know, do visit something. your mom or, you know, whatever. Right, right. But that's how we've worked it out. And we just, you know, we just all, but it works that way on both sides. Like, so all of Rob's sisters, they're on the exact same schedule, but opposite as me and my sister. Oh, wow. You know, so all of the Linders are always together for either Thanksgiving or Christmas and all of the McLaurins. And then same with my sister's in-laws. They're all on the opposite of us. So it just took a little coordinating. To make that, to figure that out. Yeah, but we know that every single year we get all of the family together mm -hmm. for the holidays. Oh, that's smart. That's a lot yeah. of coordinating. But it's worth it. Oh, it's worth then it, yeah. Then you can prepare yourself and be like, you know what? This year I know my kids aren't coming home, so I'm going to do this. But this year I know that... If it's Thanksgiving, nobody's home, but if, but, but Christmas, we could I know do something. everybody Right, then I can be prepared for everybody or nobody. Yes. Yeah, that's smart. I don't know. It, it works for us. Yeah, I think because now I have half the kids are home, yeah, which have, is fine. Yeah, I have half. half of them. And then the other half. And the other thing, you guys, is, and gals, is that um, the <laughs> Guys two, and Dolls. Guys and Dolls. <laughs> Love that show. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that the two kids that are going to be with their in-laws mm -hmm. are live here. Sure. So of course they should be with their in-laws because sure. I see them all the time, all the time. So yeah. I'm really just being greedy, but also the holidays are a tough time for, in terms of, I was just reading an article about family expectations. Oh, sure. You yeah. know, the stress, you know, you're going to be with family. Yes. And family brings up, as brings we've up. talked about before in this podcast, brings up a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I, there's this quote that, um, Eckhart Tolle writes in one of his books, but I think it's like a Ram Dass quote. And he says like, um, oh, you think you're enlightened? Go spend a week with your family. <laughs> and I think that's so hilarious because you could be like, yeah, I'm so, you know, working on all this self work and whatever. And then you get around your, you know, family and then you immediately revert back to like the roles you played as kids, you know, and like I become a bratty little younger sister and you know, it's just, it's kind of funny. That's that such happens. a good, that's such a good But I point. think that challenge, I think it's really challenging for me, at least when I'm trying to do this like different type of self work. And then when I revert so quickly back to like old patterns and habits, 
Like, it makes me feel really bad about myself because I'm like, have I made no progress at all? Oh, I Have I really made no progress? Right. Like, look at me acting like a spoiled little like bratty little sister. Like a 8-year-old or something, but yeah. But family can do that to you. Well, yeah, you know? it makes you revert right back. Yeah, into roles, just roles that feel comfortable because, like, B, you always say um the the um familiar like it's so easy to revert back to the familiar yes you know and even that's like this is obviously off topic but that's how like cycles of abuse happen because it's just familiar yes and it may not be the best thing for you but it's familiar but it's you familiar. know it i know i know this, this. i know, I know the pattern i know what happened i know my role i know my role i can role. do this i've done this right exactly and i do the same thing i'll go home we'll go to hawaii for new years and it's my mom's birthday too and um, that made me think of another topic, but I'll bring that up next. But um, as soon as I go home, you know, they'll I'll revert to my baby self. Yeah. You know, and, and sure. then people will be like, well, what are you doing now? I'm like, nothing. Oh, sure. You know, or if I say something, I they're, you know, even Josie, my daughter, will be like, well, explain it to them. Because I'm like, oh, it's, it's nothing. It's, it's just it's, dance fitness. It's dance fitness. It's a silly thing. And my mom's like, of course it is. Yeah. You're silly dancing. Yeah. You've always been silly dancing. And so uh -huh. it's weird to revert yeah. back to that yeah. right away. I love that Joe makes us talk jo about that more. I love that. <laughs> She's so awesome. My daughter is like, tell them more about it, Mom. <laughs> She's good at marketing. Sorry, Frankie. Oh, sorry, Franks. She's very hungry. No, but, she's not. She's just tired. But this also made me think of, because my daughter isn't coming to Hawaii for... Um, New Year's Good. and I my mother's studio. <laughs> I'm like quiet, Kaylee. <laughs> and my mother's birthday. And um Kaylee had talked about tribal shaming. You had talked about tribal shaming a few podcasts oh, ago. Sure. Yeah. And the other day I was just doing a lot of tribal shaming. Like, to Joe. To Joe. Oh. Because I'm like, well, you know, Nana is getting old. Ninety-three, turning ninety-four. I mean, I don't oh, know sure. how much longer will we have that house. How much longer we'll be able to go there and play in the ocean? You know, just kind of yeah. really piling it on. And she just looked at me like, Mom, I just want to spend New Year's with my husband. Right. And I'm like, oh. And it was funny because I talked to my mom about it, who is 93, by the way. And I said, yeah, and then Joe's not coming. And my mom's like, <laughs> and my mom's like, why not? And then I told my mom, and she's like, of course, she shouldn't come. And then she was sort of reminding me like, you know, you need to not, you need to be nice. Like, you need to understand, of course, this is her primary relationship. They right. just got married. Right. And but well, she's my... working on establishing her own family, which I think is probably really hard when your kids do that. Yes, exactly. Because I've had a hard time with her name change. Oh, yeah, you have. <laughs> you are so funny. And I've been tribal shaming her on that as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In a funny way. <laughs> but doesn't humor have some truth to it, doesn't it, sometimes? It, it always does. Um. So anyway, I'm working. So anyway, the holidays are, are hard for me. And I think for like for people too who have any type of strained family relationship or if they've if there's been a death in the what family. What about a loss in the yeah, family? Yeah, a loss. I mean, even if the loss doesn't happen around the holidays, it just, you know, you just have this image of how you want your the like this magical time to feel. And when, you know, you're missing someone or something just feels like off it's hard it's like those expectations yeah it is I think it comes down to expectations like for me I am obsessed with Christmas like she is I'm obsessed with Christmas and 
this morning, I like I actually have been doing pretty well with the holidays, but this morning I felt so depressed. Mm. And I don't know why. Like I couldn't figure it out. Probably because you were around me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. But it's like I you know, and you and you stop and think and you're like, okay, why do I feel this way? Like it's I I'm like everything is great. I have this beautiful new baby. Like, my house is decorated. I have everything, you know, done and ready, and it feels so festive. Like, why why am I feeling sad? And I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what it was. Obviously, like, baby blues, I'm sure, have uh, some mm-hmm. part of this. Oh, yeah. But I also, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, and then it makes you feel even worse because you feel bad because you're like. It's that double shame. It is because mm-hmm. you're like. There's nothing wrong. Like, how can I not be happy and just overjoyed in this moment? Like, exactly. what is wrong with me? I have me? a brand new baby. I have two Life is healthy wonderful. children. Yes, I love my husband. Like, everything is great. I've yeah. been able to, you know, work as much or as little as I want to. There's no pressure. Like, nothing is wrong. Nothing is so wrong. So why can't I just be happy? Yes. Right. And then you feel, yeah, it's like the double shame. That's like, what, yeah. Uh-oh. I know that's what I've been if double shaming. I can't shaming. be happy right now, then, then when can I be? Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. When can I be appreciative and practice gratitude and be in the moment and really treasure being able to celebrate the holidays? Right. Yeah. So we were gonna stay home um, and have our family come to us, but the family plans have changed. So we're going to Helena, where my whole family is. On Saturday, so I'm excited for that. I think because nice. I've been in my house for so much I was going to say, time. like, don't, don't have the holidays here. <laughs> <laughs> that I think it's going to be really nice for me to get out and go just stay with my family. And it's and nice when you're help. not in charge. Mm-hmm. You know, like, even this last Thanksgiving, we went to see Mike's family. Yeah. And... It was nice for me not to be in charge. Oh, sure. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. like a little. I'm on a little vacation. Yeah, it felt very freeing. And I could actually enjoy the food and, you yeah. know, certain things where I've, I've seemed distracted if I'm hosting. It's weird, though. I'm already feeling, like, stressed about after Christmas. Oh, I'm trying because, to think about that. like, I'm one of those freaks who takes everything down on the 26th. You and my mother. But I feel like it's because it makes me really sad. I because mean, I... I look forward to this time of year all year and I decorate Christmas the day after Thanksgiving. And then the day after Christmas, I just, I feel so sad that I just want it down. And then also I feel like I, I'm putting this pressure on myself to like be back to normal mm. after Christmas. Oh yeah. That you're supposed to be done I'm with supposed this to be postpartum done with this, period. With this basically. newborn mm-hmm. phase where it's like, okay, now I have, I mean, we have a training literally two weeks after New Year's. Mm-hmm. So I know that I not only have to be like, that's 18 hours in one weekend that I, it's, it's like working. And then you add the time on either end to like get to the studio and prep. I mean, those turn out to be like, 12 hour days. Oh yeah. You know, and then figuring out how to do that with a newborn and making sure that I can dance and you know, all of that. It's very, it's like, I don't know. It feels like a lot of pressure to, I have this like looming deadline of when I need to be back in action. Well, and they talked about this in the article that I read, I think it was in Forbes magazine Uh about, um, the, another thing about the holidays, which, which is tough is the pressure. Oh, sure. And it could be the pressure prior to the holiday. Like mm-hmm. getting the gifts, going to the kids, um, different um, events, sure. Um, making sure the meals are all prepared, making sure your family's visiting, all that stuff. Yeah. 
or it could be the pressure of um, of making of after the holidays and that this time is done. Do you know, because it feels like it's some type of pinnacle to right. me. Like right. you're heading towards too. a pinnacle. Totally. And I'm all, part of me is like, I'm not prepared for the pinnacle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you're like, I know the pinnacle, but I don't like the slide at the, at the, other, on the end. other side. And I've been looking forward to this time of year for so long because it meant a new baby and Christmas. So it had so much excitement. Well, weight to it. Yes. So much to this time of year yes. that now that it's here, I'm like, am I doing everything Christmassy that I want to be doing? And I'm, am, am, I, am I enjoying it? And have I baked enough Christmas? You know, it's just like, am I like, I just, I know I've used this phrase in a podcast before and it's, it was not intentional, but now it's funny. I just want to like suck it dry. Suck it dry. You know, I just mm. want to like suck this season yeah, dry so that when I look back, I'm like, man, we had, it was fun every single day of the holiday season. Right. And there's that expectation. And it's fun. Like every single night we've been eating like dinner on the couch, uh, watching like a Christmas movie and having like uh, peppermint ice cream after Aww. dinner. And we've been trying to open presents like not every day, but almost every day because I feel like Christmas morning is so overwhelming that we've been like, okay, tonight you can open your presents from so and so. Right. Because especially when you travel for Christmas too, and there's all those kids and every, there's so many presents, it just like they, they lose track. It's just not fun. We don't even open all the presents on Christmas, so we're like, well, let's just make it exciting up to Christmas and have them open presents and stuff. So we've been like having really great days, but still, it's like, am I doing enough to enjoy this time? I know. I've been looking forward to this all year. Am I doing enough? Right. You know, it's really interesting. It is interesting. There's a lot of expectation, a lot of pressure mm -hmm. on that. Like, you yeah. know, is it really going to be a great Christmas? Right. And, um, yeah. and yeah. for me, that's when I go, like, nobody forces me to do anything great. <laughs> yeah, I love that about you. Or it just happens of its own accord, which isn't right. true, you know? Right. I think I'm just reacting to my mom, too, who was more like you. Like, you yeah. know, and here's the holiday. It's yeah. all planned out. Da, da, yeah. da, da, da. And then the holiday ends, and now we're done with it. Now we're done. it up. Everything's tidy. It never happened. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm like, and part of me is like, we don't have that for the rest Which of the year. Which isn't healthy either. I know. I was like, oh. that's not healthy either. My approach is definitely not the healthiest one. But it's, I don't know. We but all have to figure approach. out how to cope with Yeah, we all have our own approaches. <laughs> <laughs> and the holidays are tough if you do have, if you're clinically depressed. Oh, yeah. Because, of course, at other times of the year, let's say we suffer from clinical depression all the time. Other times of the year, it's more like, it's not, you're not expected to be happy. Yes. But this time of year... Even for those of us that are clinically depressed, we're expected to be happy. Totally. You know, and I'm like, I'm not happy. Yeah. Wasn't a happy person a month ago, and I'm not probably going to be a happy person in two months. Yes. You know, yeah. so, but suddenly there's this pressure for all of us to act joyful. Right. And it's right. like, you know, what happens if you're not joyful? Yeah. If it's exactly. just not who you are. So yeah, good point. That's an interesting paradigm too to have to be dealing with that is a really good point and for me for those of you who know me you know one of my like the things that makes me the most sad is climate change oh geez yeah good point point. and it's like 40 degrees here and it's raining and oh. for me it just depresses me because it's like what kind of Christmases are my children gonna have especially living on in Montana you just exp I grew up I grew up here it's like we literally had feet of snow feet of snow. Mm. And it just makes me so sad to have been outside yesterday going for a walk and it's just pouring rain out. I don't want to tell you what happened today. No. Wait, because what? today, uh, what? I went outside 
No. And it's like 40-something. No. It's, it's something blooming. Well, the birds. <gasps> All the, birds. the songbirds. The songbirds. And are... the sun came out. And for a second, I'm like, it's spring. And then in in my logical self was like, it's not spring. That's not right, B. It can't be spring. Yes. But the birds were singing, and I was in the full sunshine with no jacket on. And it Uh, it really felt like how it feels here, like the beginning of March. Yeah. And I was like, "Uh oh, this is not good. And then I went to the studio, and one of our participants was saying, yeah, it feels like spring. But it's not spring, folks. It's not even winter yet. It's not even winter. This should be the beginning. In two days, winter starts. It's the solstice. Oh, it makes me so sad. And I felt bad for the birdies. Like, they were they're all so kind of like, diddly, 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 diddly. Like, like they're coming. all on bushes. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Where do they go? Where do, I, like, the chickadees go? I thought some of them um, migrate. I thought so, too. But there are a lot of chickadees in my bush today. Because I remember A lot even... of chickadees in my bush. <laughs> <laughs> I remember even like, um, sorry, I don't know, five, I don't know how many years ago, but the, this, okay, so the chickadee is my favorite bird. Oh, yeah. I love And that to me was always my signal that spring was coming. Yes. It always meant like it was the, the most uplifting and just beautiful sound when I would hear the chickadee sing because I'm like, it's coming, it's happening, it's spring is coming. But now you're right, you can hear a chickadee. Doing no. its song, like and I heard a whenever. bunch of them this morning, and oh, then I got, so and then I tell you, just like a kid, I got confused because I'm, you know, still born and raised in Hawaii. It's a, it's still confusing. The seasons are confusing <laughs> to me, <laughs> and I, and I popped up, and I was like springtime, and then I was like, oh no, no, you're no, just like the I'm birds, just like the you're birds. Confused. I'm totally confused. Yeah, and how- I felt like, should we go up to the lake? Maybe get the lake ready, oh. and no. Helena was fifty-one degrees. Ooh, balmy. That's so bad. It's so sad. But then my little, my little Huxley Hope, I posted this on my personal Instagram, Kaylee.ula. If uh, you listen to this podcast and don't follow me on Instagram. You should. Um, we, Hux and I, well, and the other kids too, but we went to the park and Huxley was just like running through the snow and she was so happy about it. And she goes, mom, look at all this snow. And it was like 40 degrees out and I was feeling depressed about the weather. And I said, oh, I just wish there was more. And she goes, but mom, look around. Look how much there is. And she was just running from like snow little. And I mean, it was, it was not very much. It's left over from November. And the it's kind of rained on too. So it's like crunchy and it's just in these little like sad little areas of the park. But she, she, she didn't, she, you know, this is her life. Well, she, she's a four-year-old you know, just celebrating. Yeah, 30 years ago, she wasn't walking through two feet of snow when she was a kid like I was. You know, she doesn't have that perspective. She doesn't have the history. Nor so, will she. Nor will she. Good point. Nor will she. But she's living in the present, and she sees this snow on the ground, and it and it's exciting to her. Whereas for me, it was depressing. And it was such a good lesson in perspective and in, like, I don't know, just being, just being present because I realized not with all things in my life, like I'm not necessarily a fearful person, but in terms of climate, I am very, very sad about the past. And I realize I have a lot of attachment to what I consider the way things should be. And I, I do think they should be the way that nature has 
been for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And then I'm really fearful for the future. And so that is one place that I have a really difficult time appreciating the present because it's depressing to me. Yeah, it, and even with my husband, you know, we don't talk about climate change hardly at all, but we have started talking about it in the last year or two. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the other day, he was like, this is not good. And it's that's unusual normal. for him to be, Yeah, you know. And then he even said, what about Ray's kids? Oh, Ray's kids, Huxley's kids, my other kids' kids, they are, they won't even know maybe these patches of snow. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they said that Montana is going to be like the Pacific Pacific Northwest Northwest soon. And the other thing, so my husband's a scientist, and a lot of the work that he does is um, in conservation and actually in water conservation. And so he said that more, like, Missoula, for those of you who live in Missoula, he said, like, Missoula is a pretty safe place. We're going to, people are going to start being climate refugees. So we're going to get a lot of people here. We're going to get a lot of people. Like Arizona is going to be uninhabitable in however many years they said. Pretty soon. I don't, like 20? 20 years. But he said, you know, Missoula is a pretty great place to be because we do have a lot of water. But he said, so maybe it won't be our children who suffer terribly. But, but what is going to happen is that our children and they, especially their children are going to watch their fellow human beings suffer mm. terribly. And the wars are going to be about water and resources. Resources. And, yeah. Yeah. Moving forward. Yeah. And so that just, you know. Kind of reminding you like out. how it probably was, you know, thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. It was always over resources. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to live near the river. Right. You know, and we have to walk. So it matters. So it matters. Like, yeah, you don't want to be. Your group is by the river. Yes. And my group has to walk 10 miles to get to the water source. Totally. So I want to fight your group. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And this, um, I, I know I've mentioned it, this piece of property that we're looking at purchasing, it's in a, a wooded area by the water. And I think that's going to help for the climate, for, for the temperature, because mm. it's going to be cooler. And just having, like, knowing that my kids eventually are going to have this, are going to own this piece of property that's on water. Like, yes. it makes me feel safe. We were like that years ago when we got the rafting company. Oh, yeah. And that land out there. Because Mike's like, we have to have everything by water. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, just access to water. But I'm sure that's contributing to our mood, too, in terms oh, of I this know weather. It's, For me, it's totally like contributing if it was snowy, maybe. I'd be so happy right now. I would I'd be think. like, we'd really be all think. like, hole up in our houses. That, you know or what like I mean? like out playing in the snow. Or playing or going sledding. Snowmen. Or yeah. going on the sleds, you know. The sleds. Going on the sleds. Going on the sleds. Um, yeah. But now it's like, just like, oh my goodness, you guys. It's been freezing rain here. And... Last night we went to a basketball game. This is the second time my son has gotten out of the car and fallen instantly oh onto God. the asphalt. And I'm like, dude, you gotta like walk and use your feet. But it was <laughs> pure ice. It's just icy. Ice, yeah. And he's just not. You know, you're not used to having to. Ha- we don't usually have that much ice here. I Mm-mm. don't think. No, it's like snowy. It's snowy. It's not ice. No. And um, it's not melting. It's no, no. Yeah. But now no. it's melting. It's melting and freezing. Overnight. Overnight. And so people are falling down, crashing into each other. Luckily, the weather is supposed to get colder next week. It just changed. It really is supposed to get colder, which looks more normal. But this stuff is just going to happen more and more and more. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think this contributes to me feeling, like, sad. Our general malaise. Our general malaise. (laughs) (laughs) That is very true. My general malaise is contributed. And I'm glad yesterday Kaylee said... 
you said to me at Costco, you're like, well, do you think the weather could be having anything to do with it? And all of a sudden I thought, oh, yeah, I'm sure it's a big right. part of it's the weather too. Totally. You look cute in your shirt today though. It says believe. And it was not that cute? Yes. I got that I like in it. Minnesota. I remember that. Yeah. At the, one of our places we taught at. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. At that little crystal shop. At the shop. little crystal shop. <laughs> totally I couldn't good. find a crystal, but I found a shirt that says believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The holidays are hard. I would love to hear from you guys and just see how you're doing with them all. Um, yeah, and again, and I think it's okay to just you know not put the pressure on ourselves to feel joyful if we don't, and also not to have everything perfect. Like, mm-hmm. so then we have to go to the holiday concert, and then we have to have dinner afterwards, and you know, this is total side note. One of my uh, good friends, her daughter is three and goes to preschool. Yeah, listen to this. They had a preschool. They had their concert, their Christmas concert at guess what time last night. Seven. Seven o'clock. Okay. My my kids Everybody's are, in bed by seven. And guess what they did after the concert? A party. Gave them all candy. Cinnamon rolls. Oh no. Three year olds. Three year olds had a concert oh, at seven no. o'clock at night and then they gave them sugar. Our neighbors have Isn't a three sad? year old, a five year old, and an eight year old, and they all have did they have dinner at five. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're in bed by seven. We do dinner <laughs> at like six. And then the kids are in bed by 7.30. 7.30. Yeah, I was like, because I was like, oh, can we come by? And they were like, oh, no, we go to bed at 7. I'm it's like, 7. so funny you say that because this same friend, um, I was just, I the other day I was crying because I realized why I also I was depressed is because I'm not a homebody, but I've been in my house so much. Like, I, I literally oh. have never been in my house this much before in my life. Right. But she laughed at me, and I and I was like, I don't know, I'm so sad. She's like, and I and I think I was like, because I, I oh I got jealous because Rob got to go run an errand. Oh, and I was like, I want to be, I want to go run an errand. Like, do you know how like liberating that same sounds to just go by myself and run, run an, an errand? errand? And um and we started all laughing, me and Robin, my friend Kira, and we were just like, um, he's like, oh my god, I gotta I gotta get you out of the house. And Kira was so funny. She goes, yeah, you are definitely not a homebody until it's 5 o'clock p.m. And then you only want to be in your house. I'm like, that's pretty much true. And then you're immovable. And then you can't get me out of my house after, like, 5 o'clock p.m. Isn't that funny how that changes, though? Like, you know, like five years ago or so before the kids were born. Yeah. Then I'm like, sure, yeah, let's go. You're like, let's go out. out. And now it's like, which is nice for me because it's hard. Like, well, when you have family, it's hard to stay out late. But you guys stay up late. We do stay up kind of too. We've been staying up too late. But I also get sad because, you know, like when your kids are at school all day, you count the hours that you actually see them awake and it's not enough for me. Yeah, it's and short. So like I want my whole family back in the house together by five o'clock so that we at least have a good two and a half hours of just like full on family, family time. time. That I, It's really important to me because I just, it makes me so sad to think of these little like. Piper's not even two. She's not even two yet. And she left for she school at like eight thirty today, and then they, you know, they'll be home by five because they have Huxley has climbing, and they'll be home at five. So that I have no time on yeah. these days that she goes to school. So it's really important to me to get my family back together in the house to have a meal together. Well, and they get tired at seven. And they get tired. You know, they're not a good. It's not a good time to interact. And it's another like something that I'm also feeling guilty about is you know I I. I'm planning on coming back to work more in January and for the past maybe three years. Yeah. For the past three years, 
I've taught ULA 1 at 6.45 at night. It's been my time slot for three years. I've, you know, I, I haven't changed that. You've been but committed to it. I have been committed to it, but I made, um, I made a decision that I'm not going to, I'm not going to teach at night anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I, I don't want to anymore. And I feel, I feel guilty about it. Ends at 7.45. Oh, and the kids aren't in bed. And I always leave for work at 6 so that I'm at the studio in time to get ready and stuff. So that's like a whole night out of the week that mm -hmm. I've missed their dinner and bedtime. And I just, I don't want to do it anymore. And I think that's a good idea but in it's terms like, of setting boundaries. Yeah, but it, it it's like I just want to be with my family more right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm yeah. like entering this phase where... I want to work less and I want to spend more time with my family. Yeah. I think that's a normal phase for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, they, they'll be older soon and then I can have more freedom and independence in my life. But right now they're so little. I yeah. Just and you want to just take advantage of I that time. I want to enjoy them. Yeah. So, but I, I do have guilt about that and just changing my schedule and then, for those of you who are instructors, you know the pressure and the fear of like, oh my gosh, if I change my schedule, will the people still come? You know, there's all that mm -hmm. that pressure to like not lose your classes and stuff like and your that. your clients. And your clients. And just when you change up the routine, not everybody follows. So there's all that that I'm working through. But I'm ready to just continue to make decisions that work best for my family. I think that's a good idea. And it's all part of it's sort of setting boundaries. It's the same. And it goes back to even the holiday hustle and yeah. holiday expectations. And, and, and if you're having trouble during the holidays right now, it's okay for you to set boundaries. Totally. You know, it's okay to say, you know point. what, I don't think I can make that holiday party. I think that's such a good point. You know, or yeah. maybe I don't want to make that extra cake. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I don't want to make any cakes. You know what? I'm going to buy the cookies. I'm going to buy the cookies this year. I'll bring the, the wonderful store-bought cookies mm -hmm. instead. And just giving yourself the space and the time mm -hmm. and, again, letting yourself feel what you feel. Mm -hmm. Going back to uh, that Brene Brown uh, quote that I talked about maybe two podcasts ago, it has really helped me these last few weeks because any time that I felt this, like, uncomfortable emotion that I don't want to feel – um, rather than be like, okay, how do I make this feeling go away? I've been really taking the time to just sit with the feeling and just say, okay, where, where did this feeling come from? And like, what does it mean? Mm -hmm. And that's been really helpful because it's helped with like, yeah, when I've felt depressed or felt, you know, just kind of sad these last couple of days or weeks, just being like, okay, don't just, don't get upset that you don't feel happy right now because mm -hmm. you want to feel happy and you expect yourself to feel happy and those, there's no reason you don't feel happy. So don't, don't get tied up in like, I want to make this feeling go away, but it's okay to like, look at, okay, well, where is this feeling maybe coming from? And then it's given me a little more grace. Yes. Because then I've been like, oh, well, yeah, I have a newborn. I'm not sleeping. There's a lot of pressure at the holidays to be happy. I love this time of year, but I have a lot going on. Yeah. And it's okay if I'm on. feeling like overwhelmed or if I'm feeling just sad for no reason. Yes. And so sitting with, just sitting with it has yes. been a really helpful tool rather than I need to make this feeling go away right now. Well, cause sometimes you get in that huge battle with the feeling then, right. you know, like, or we have to do, we have to revert to other, maybe our other caretaking techniques or just which, coping, coping. But sometimes for me, it's like, I'll go shopping then, or oh, sure. maybe I'll have another drink. Or, I know for me, it's like, I think I need a glass of wine. Right. Like, it's wait, just, wait, 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 it's wait, becomes wait. a coping mechanism. It's just coping. Yeah. Like the other day that happened to me, I'm like, I think I need a drink. And it was like, I don't know, like four in the afternoon. I'm like, slow down. Yes. Don't just Good try point. to make this sadness feeling go away. Like, don't just drink 
a glass of wine to, to make it go away. Just sit with it and give yourself grace and forgive yourself for not being as happy as Buddy the Elf right now, right. you know? <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. And, you know, yeah, I have a lot going on. You have a lot going on. And it's okay if I'm not happy every single freaking moment of the holiday season. And the good thing is you know. You yeah. know, like, oh, I'm not feeling happy right now because yes. da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. you can at least have a conversation with yourself. It's been really hard. I really need to make new Ula One material, but I I don't listen to any music besides Christmas music at the holidays <laughs> from, like, Thanksgiving <laughs> till Christmas. I only, like, Christmas music is you only allowed in my house. And another reason I got depressed is because today is because I was like, I have got to start putting together a playlist. Like, I, I have to start getting to work on this and so you know Ula, Ula One music does have a bit of like a melancholy tone to it it does or like yeah. an introspective feeling and I was sitting there for probably like an hour and a half this morning going through music and searching for music and trying to build a playlist and I'm like I've got to stop like I'm feeling sad no in fact Julie one of our <laughs> Julie's you know who works at Ula, the Ula for Ula Fitness she had um one of the Ula One playlists going the other day oh, she did and suddenly I was working in there and Julie and Joe had both left the office and it's raining outside I don't feel jolly <laughs> and the song is going on and I kind of just hear it subconsciously yeah. and I'm like I feel terrible right now <laughs> I feel super lonely and like I'm not loved and then I'm like Julie, I need to turn your music off. <laughs> and it's weird totally. how you're, you know, you can be so sensitive to the music and just, yeah. and again, how nice that we're aware. Yes. Like, can we turn the music off? It's really, it's not a good yeah. time for me to think about, you know, yeah. lost love. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My feelings of unworthiness. My, thank you for reminding me. Yes. <laughs> thank you. However, I'm trying to be holly jolly right Although now. in the <laughs> summer, sometimes it's actually good because for me, I get manic. Right. And yeah. that music kind of brings me down. Down oh, for to the sure. Earth a it's little it's bit, really in a weird way. Yeah, there's no other time of year that Uluwan music actually makes me depressed because I like to go to those places that the that those that the music takes me. Like I obviously really enjoy that, or I wouldn't use that type of music. Yeah, you wouldn't. But do at it. Christmas time, I can't deal with it. I'm like, I feel depressed. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I had that happen just the other day. I literally I was like, asked the matter with me. Yeah, right. I literally asked B this morning. I'm like. Do you think anyone will care if I just give myself a couple more weeks before I release new Ula One stuff? Because I can't listen to that music during the holiday season. Yes. No. And I said no. Oops. We're going to decline, Dr. Young. Oh. Um, no. Because we, it's, we think... are such a professional podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, but Hashtag I... authentic. <laughs> That's what we market, and that's what we enjoy doing. It's who we are. <laughs> it's who we are. It's who we are. We're flawed. Yeah. So, what were we talking about? The music. The music. It was something good, though. I had a good ending there. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, darn. I totally cut you off. I can't remember now, though. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure it was. It was very good, by the way. I'm sure it was very, very good. Very good. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's... Oh, about you not coming back to teach. Oh, yeah. People are fine, by the way, because... You know what? Not only are we feeling overwhelmed, everybody else is too. A lot Aren't of folks, you feeling overwhelmed out there? I bet a lot of folks, you, you guys are, you folks are feeling that way. Sometimes I get competitive too. And I was talking to somebody, like I obviously love the holidays. There's, there, there, no question. Uh, there's no question about that. But I was talking to this other mom and she is one of those moms who you're like, how in the world 
do you do everything that you do? And she has a full-time job and everything. Like, she's just, I mean, she is amazing. I'm trying to not say it in a nasty way. I'm trying to just be like, she, she's, she's amazing. She's handling it well. Very well. And she was just like, I love the holidays because every single morning and every single night just feels so magical. And then I'm like, am I making every single morning and every single night feel magical too? And then I'm like analyzing, like, I don't know if yesterday morning was magical. (laughs) Do you feel magical now? Did I do anything to make it magical? How about tonight? What will you do tonight that's magical? And like, we try, we do the advent calendar every morning. You know, we have Elf on the Shelf. So there's always something exciting every morning. And, you know, but it's just how funny that still, even doing all that with an 11 day old, I'm like, I don't think I'm doing enough. And how, well, and good for you to know that, you know, you're competitive. Oh, yeah. And that's part, a lot of us are like that. Yeah. And a lot of us in Western culture, in America in particular, yeah, how we're marketed stuff, too, is like, are you doing enough? Do you have enough? Are you, right. you know, all that stuff. So it's ingrained in us, too. Right. And I just have such good memories. Like, my happiest memories of childhood are Christmas time. Aww. And so I think that's also, like, I really want to pass that point. on to my children. Like, I remember... Every, like, I just remember so clearly, obviously before CDs even, my mom would have, like, very, I know there's, there's maybe, like, six different albums that we would listen to all the time during Christmas, and I remember the tape player on top of the piano, and, like, Mannheim Steamroller, and, like, you know, it would play one half, and remember the sound when the tape would flip its, would would flip and then go the the other way, and I just remember being a kid, and it's crazy they could do that. (laughs) That the machine does that. Well, <laughs> it doesn't seem actually that advanced, but yes, incredible. They figured mm. out how to do that. Um, but like just waking up and my mom would always, always, always have like all of the Christmas lights on. So every single morning when we woke up, the house was totally lit up for Christmas, Christmas Aww. music playing. Like she just bakes these like amazing Christmas treats. And those are some of my happiest memories. And I, I just... Every single morning at my house, I want all of the Christmas lights and all in the Christmas music playing before my children wake up. And just like these rituals again, kind of like yes, we talked rituals. in last week's podcast, mm-hmm. the importance and the value of rituals just, and the meaning that gets and kind the of meaning uh, and, and just to knowing them. that these memories then go along with them, right? You know, just yeah. these memories. Like I, I just I, I have a visceral response to just the memories of Christmas time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I want to pass that on to And they were good memories. They Amazing were the, memories. Best memories. Yeah. Love Christmas. Mm-hmm. Love Christmas. So, you know, and then we, yeah, we just have to do what we can. We have to do what we can. We have to recognize where we're at. Yeah, we have to recognize where we're at. And, and be willing to talk about it with friends if you can. You know, absolutely. if you're having a hard time. Yeah, or... and if you can make it feel lighter, if you can find a funny friend, that helps. A I funny just, friend. You are so good for me, though, you know, <laughs> to be like, you can just you can just make things feel lighter when they feel heavy. And yeah. I so appreciate Aww. that about our friendship. Well, and you're so insightful. Like, you're like, you think the weather? I think it could be the weather. I was like, <laughs> the weather? And I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe it could be the weather. <laughs> Wouldn't even thought of that. I'm always internalized. Like, it was when my mother said that one thing to me <laughs> when I was 10. And I'm like, oh, the weather. Yeah. Yeah, the rain. There Probably are many the rain. factors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope wherever you are at in your feelings about this time of year and if you're with families and if it's challenging or if it's wonderful, just know that you're not alone. Yes. And that you're loved. And, and, and like we said, you know, some of, some of the things that we do are coping, but find the things that are self care too, and do that. Do you need to go for a walk? Do you need to just tell your family that you need to get outside for 15 minutes and go for a walk by yourself or 
you know, like, what do you need to do? Just make sure you take care of yourself. Rob and I went for a walk with uh, Frankie at this morning, and it totally helped my mood. I, I feel like getting outside yeah, is getting outside really, is a little reset. really helpful. Even Fresh when the air. weather is rainy, it's just <laughs> nice to be out there. Even in the rain. Even, Even going for a walk in the, the rain. Right. Helps. <laughs> we love you guys. We love you. Thanks for listening. As always, yeah. Take care. Happy, Happy holidays. holidays.